Eufy is sponsoring today's video. They reached out to me. I tested out their video lock. It is a game changer. I'm going to paint a picture for you for why I'm so excited to work with them. So you're getting home. Your arms are loaded with groceries or packages or boxes or everything. And your keys are in your pocket. This drives me nuts. This happens all the time. I upgraded to the Eufy video lock. Fingerprint tap i'm inside and honestly i also feel way safer it's got this awesome built-in camera so whether it's a package delivery or late night uber order i see exactly who's there right from my phone there are no more mystery knocks and the best part this thing was such a breeze to set up there's no wires there's no drilling uh, there's also no monthly subscription fees so if you are done fumbling with your keys because i definitely am search for eufy video lock or head over to eufyofficial.com slash video lock your front door, your sanity. Welcome to the lessons episodes of Success Story. These lessons episodes will be shorter clips from past guests, accomplished value community members, and myself. In each short episode, we'll feature concise and insightful, actionable conversations and tactics providing you with real-world strategies and tips to help you achieve your personal and professional goals. If you're seeking a no-nonsense approach to growth and progress, you've come to the right spot. Settle in, take notes, and enjoy. Would you recommend that somebody earlier on in their career follow a path similar to yours where they go into a large corporation and uh, jump into roles that they maybe are not quite ready for and learn? Or do you think it's more beneficial for somebody to work in a startup? You know, it depends. It depends. Uh, you know, they're both different. They're very different. And it depends on each one's personality. You know, I went into a big company because there's so much more to learn. And in every area, because it's quite established. Right. So there are a lot of people you can learn from. And you can you can go from it's one compartment to another compartment and become, you know, learn more and more. In a startup, it is not as organized. It is a little more chaotic. Okay, and you have to basically be extremely, uh, you know, you should have a lot of knowledge to kind of rotate the department to department. And so it really depends. If you are someone who's very structured and you have a particular way of learning, then I would say a big company is better. You know, if you're somebody who actually thrives with an informal structure, uh, then a startup is definitely better. So it's a little difficult, right? I I found my journey, I learned a lot more in a big company and I could contribute more to a startup when I went there because I could bring all that knowledge from and structure, uh, systematic structure that I could, I've built in a big company into a startup without the bureaucracy. Very good. I, I love that answer. And I think that's just wise words for somebody that I think there's a little bit of an overemphasis and excitement to join startups. And I'm a big advocate for helping people understand what they're, they're getting themselves into. Sometimes if they don't quite understand what a startup really is, and it's not as, um, it's not as fun sometimes as maybe, maybe some, some college grads think it is when they're jumping into it and it's very stressful. So let's talk about, let's talk about the, the-, the thesis of, of what you've written. So the thesis of, of what you've written is that your company is your castle, which is also the name of the book. And obviously that's all going to go in the show notes and people can go check it out. But 
what what does this thesis mean? Your company is your castle. I've heard the term moat before when it comes to business in terms of business analogies, but I've never heard the the analogy of the company, the entire company is is a castle. So walk me through what this means. Yeah. So I asked the question. Uh, I actually read this in a in an article in Forbes that why do two thirds of all companies fail within ten years? You know, twenty percent fail within two years, forty five in five years, and sixty five percent in ten years. There are a whole bunch of reasons. Okay, it's well chronicled. And so I said, you know, I I thought about my own career and why companies that I worked in went to the highest of highs and fell down to the earth. Why? And I the common answer to what I've read, researched, and experienced in my own companies is that sometimes speed is not as important. As systematically building structure, and when you when you go for speed, you miss a lot of things, and and so I basically said, okay, if I want to basically build uh, the way I've been successful in building companies, I began with you know this company called Ericsson Mobile Platforms, where I was sent to Sweden to help uh, realize its potential. You know, the company had invested a very large amount of money. We had nothing to show. We were bleeding. For every dollar we made, we lost a dollar. Uh, our customers were getting anxious, and everybody was contemplating our failure. And I put this framework to work. And in the year, we became profitable. And within a few, short time thereafter, we took thirty percent market share in the work. And I said, "What was the structure?" And of course, I repeated this formula multiple times, and it always worked. It's even working in my startup now. So. Uh, so what was this? And I said the analogy I used is I said take a medieval castle. I was looking for an analogy and an extended metaphor, and I said look at the castle. Medieval castles have lasted some of those that have lasted have lasted 500 years plus. All around the world, whether it's in Japan, in India, in in England, Wales, uh, the Czech Republic, etc. So these castles had a number of structural elements. That have made them withstand nature's elements over the centuries, as well as invaders. And a company likewise needs to withstand macroeconomic factors like recessions, depressions, pandemics, etc., and hordes of competitors. So it is a nice analogy. And I said, what are these elements? So I said, if you if you look at a castle, you have to find the right location, which is unassailable, hopefully. You need a solid foundation to take the weight of the castle and build a tall castle. You need a perimeter wall that protected it from invaders. And right in the center was the keep where people lived. They stored granaries, they stored their ammunitions, etc. And that turns, you know, that has a certain meaning. And and then you have to protect the strategy, which is the perimeter wall, with towers, because you don't want people scaling these long walls that are unprotected. Or you don't want them tunneling underneath. And then you also talk about so there are a number of towers, and then you talk about uh, you know the, the the central portion of the castle, the keep, needs a roof to prevent it from enemy arrows and from hail and snow and rain, etc. And so you know I took these elements and said I likened them to a business. And in my analogy, I said you know the uh, the picking of the location. Is the business model, 
You want your business model to be as unassailable as possible. The foundation is cash flow. Without cash, you can't do anything. Without cash, you can't build a big, big business. And then I said the perimeter wall of this was a strategy. The strategy surrounds the entire business. And that wall has to be protected by a number of towers. And those towers are product creation, products or services, it could be either. Products creation, product delivery, you know, sales channels, and execution. Because if each of these, any of these fail, the wall is not going to stand for long. And the central portion of this castle, the key, is the culture. You know, strategy is what you want to get done, but culture determines what you actually get done. And when culture falls, the entire castle falls because it doesn't matter if the walls are standing. And so I, I talk about culture as the key. And then the roof on the keep is stakeholder confidence. And there are three stakeholders. You have your investors, you have your customers, and you have your employees. And they are the triangle of trust. If you break the trust with or any of them, you're toast. So I go on to explain how these elements actually build a very, very strong castle or a strong company and how they're interrelated. And then the last part of my book is I talk about now that you've learned to build a strong castle and I give you a lot of recipes and, and mm -hmm. checklists. But at the end of it, I say, now how do you basically build yourself to run such a castle? And that's the whole book. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it each with its own cost and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. 
it's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information, but Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story too. So there's five brothers, they filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935 and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text success, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much indeed for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed 
survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 